Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, hello, all of my beautiful freaking people. Welcome to this month's solo episode. It's August. It's birth month. We're ready to have a fucking baby. So sit back. I don't know, have a cocktail for me because you know I'm not fucking having any right now. And welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe that shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. <gasps> he did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on her Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh no, she didn't. Look, you guys, I'm gonna fucking level with you. I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. The belly was cute for a while. I am now large and in charge. I am tired. I am already out of breath recording this fucking episode. <laughs> um, it's it's we're it's been a, it's been a wonderful magical journey, and I'm so thankful for growing this incredible miracle of life inside of me. And now I'm fucking done. <laughs> we have reached the point where I cannot get up without grunting. It's a it's a daily struggle. Sleep is not as easy as it used to be. And if one more person says, oh, just wait, just wait till the baby's here, I'm going to fucking punch them in the face. So <laughs> I hope you guys have been enjoying these really unhinged fucking solo episodes that we've been doing because it's about to get worse today. <laughs> it's a final stretch time, guys. Final stretch one of the <laughs> biggest, not annoyances, I say that jokingly, of this entire pregnancy has been my mother. Because every time I'm like, oh, I don't feel great. Or, oh, I'm tired. Or, oh, my wrist feels like it's broken from my fucking carpal tunnel. And who knew that that was even a goddamn symptom of pregnancy? <laughs> um, or my hands are arthritic or my feet are swollen. She's like, God, I never had any of those problems. I was just, I just loved pregnancy. It was just wonderful. I didn't have any ailments. All my worries went away. I was like, all right, bitch, you're welcome. <laughs> she also tried for six years to have me. So it was like, you know, she sacrificed in different ways um, than, than the rest of us. And she was also in labor with me for 24 hours. So let's all take a moment to send me some good vibes and manifest that not happening for me because I would like to get rolled in, get an epidural, not feel anything and, you know, push three times and have this little fucker just like slide right out of my vagina. Thank you, universe. That's my order. Please deliver it. <laughs> today, guys, we are going to answer some of your questions. I put out a poll 
on my Instagram and was like, give me some questions as if you were interviewing me or if you whatever, any anything you want to know. And I gave you free reign to like ask inappropriate shit, like whatever your little hearts desired. So we are going to go through those today. I also stumbled upon some really powerful quotes that I saved for this episode that I want to share with y'all. And then we will get into an FML story. Good old solo episodes where we just rant and shoot the shit. I love these. I really, truly love these. I also did not look through these ahead of time (laughs) against my better judgment. So we'll see what you guys submitted. I literally just screenshotted them and put them in my favorites. This is probably like a month ago and saved them for this episode. So here we go. Number one, talk about your hall pass, people. I feel like Tay and I did this on an episode that we did. I don't know if it was on one of the bonus episodes um, on Patreon or if it was on one of the main episodes, but my hall pass is Patrick Dempsey, but like 15, 20 years ago, Patrick Dempsey. (laughs) Although that's a lie. I might take him like at whatever age he presented himself at. Definitely Patrick Dempsey. Ewan McGregor, a la um, Moulin Rouge. And Tay and I always joke that like he's both of our hall passes (laughs) because we both love him. And I think that would do it. Is that weird? They're not like typical, like not like Channing Tatum. They're like very random, (laughs) but it has to be Ewan McGregor from Moulin Rouge. I have a a hardcore love nostalgia for that movie and like his voice in it and just you and if you're listening I'm very pregnant but call me (laughs) just kidding and I don't know who he'd say his people are um I know he's a big Margot Robbie fan which like who isn't you know um I also have some female hall passes I would love to date Mila Kunis I just think she's absolutely adorable and especially like forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is like one of my top comedic movies. All right. Moving on from people that I would like pass to have sex with. Also, I don't know if you guys can hear the air conditioning running, but there's no fucking way in hell I'm turning it off to record this episode. Um, I'm pregnant. It's August. I live in Los Angeles. It's fucking hotter than my dog's asshole. And literally you guys we go to sleep at night and I have the air blasting I have our fan on high Tay's like I'm literally gonna get pneumonia I'm like bitch put some more clothes on like I don't know what to tell you (laughs) like I can't take more clothes off you can put them on and he complains about it while like kicking the covers off of him and like sleeping with his legs out I'm like dude like just be under the covers and you'll be fine how many tangents will we go on on this episode (laughs) next question were you ever caught having sex (laughs) I feel like I had to have talked about oh you know what no I talked about it on the minis why because all of the inappropriate shit that I can't talk about on the main episodes uh, are on the Patreon minis so if you would like to dive into those fun seasons and binge that uh, you can go to patreon.com slash fml talk I was caught having sex it was by my boyfriend's parents it was my high school sweetheart um, that I wrote about in the beginning of Eat, Pray, FML. And uh, it was really unfortunate. Um, his parents were supposed to be out for the night. We ended up um, 
having some sex and I may or may not have been under the influence of a substance. And um, his mom walked in unbeknownst to us um, while I was screaming some not super um, appropriate porn style vibe um, obscenities <laughs> in mid act in mid climax. Um, and I remember her walking in and being like, his real name was Josh, obviously um, in the book, it's Jake, but I can like still hear her voice in my head. She like walked in and was like, Josh. And we just went silent. And then we hear I'm home. And it was like chills went down our body in not a good way. <laughs> and I slept over that night, woke up and we had breakfast the next morning. It was incredibly awkward. And I don't think she ever forgave me for that moment. Still till this day, I don't think she ever, ever truly got over it and forgave me. And we were in high school. So I must have been like 16, 16, 17, somewhere in that, that general age range. So if you happen to be listening to FML talk, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is your death row meal? Watch how quickly I answer this. Sugarfish sushi. <laughs> Can you tell I haven't had that in nine months? <laughs> um, but specifically from Sugarfish, two orders of albacore, um, one lobster roll and two scallop rolls with the ponzu sauce which I only order the albacore so that I can have the ponzu sauce because those fuckers refuse to allow you to have certain sauces unless it go, gets paired with the frickin' fish. Um, so yeah, sugar, sugar fish sushi would be my death row meal or some like really fantastic sandwich from Italy. Like it would have to be flown in from Italy. Like one of those, oh my God, I'm so... I can't wait for all the deli meat, <laughs> specifically from Italy. There's there was this one shop in Florence that we went to. Um, I think it's on my TikTok somewhere with like one of the best sandwich shops I've ever been to. So probably a sandwich from there would be a close second. Some days I realize I have not eaten an actual meal and then panic at the thought of having to figure out what the hell to cook. When I tell you that Factor Meals has saved me and Tay during the newborn baby phase, I mean that wholeheartedly. They are delicious two-minute meals that involve zero prep, zero cleanup, and are freaking restaurant quality delicious. Sometimes we plate them out and pretend like we cooked it all of ourselves just to make us feel better about life, <laughs> but our stomachs are always thrilled either way because they are so good. Factor meals show up right to your door and they are super flexible with your schedule. You can order as much or as little as you need every week and there are so many different options to choose from, from breakfast, midday bites, and awesome dinners. It is less expensive than takeout, trust me, and my credit card bill, and dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Go to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk to get 50% off. 
I've always been kind of skeptical about custom beauty products, but I will say Pros was able to change my mind on that. Pros is custom made to order hair care and skin care that is personalized with a unique blend of ingredients just for you. I finally started self-love care in the form of dyeing my hair again, and their shampoo, anti-brass conditioner, and hair mask have really done wonders for my hair. The quiz you take is specific, so they really get to know what your needs and wants are. They even asked me about the climate where I live and how often I'm in different elements to get me exactly what I needed. Since I've been using Pros, my color is holding better and my hair is all around healthier after the postpartum havoc that was wrecked on it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised, controlled clinical study, Pros proved that personalization works better than buying off the shelf. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they are offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash fmltalk. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash fmltalk for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash fmltalk. If you ask Tay if he could only eat one thing for the rest of his life, the answer would be cereal. Full disclosure, I was first influenced by Miss Morgan Willette to try Magic Spoon Cereal, so when I found out I was going to get to offer you guys a deal on it, I was so excited because it is so freaking good. Magic Spoon has zero sugar, so we can not only have it for breakfast, but late night snacks, and it's perfect for the kiddos to get them a healthy meal without the sugar crash. I love their variety pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Made with wholesome ingredients and no artificial flavors or dyes. Big yay. It is high in protein, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. Tay and my bonus daughter are cereal connoisseurs, and they are in love with Magic Spoon and cannot believe it's packed with as much goodness as it is. Go to grab a variety pack and try it today. I promise you guys will not be disappointed. And be sure to use our promo code at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash fmltalk and use the code fmltalk to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. What is something that happened in Europe that did not make it into the book? I don't know, you guys. Most of the shit that happened in Europe, like even like it's all the good shit that happened in Europe, made it into the book. Um, I will say that when I did the mini season on Patreon of the ridiculous misadventures of a single girl director's cut which was like all the shit that we left out of the book there were like full-on chapters that we recounted in that season and like behind the scenes drama that I never talked about publicly um is on that that season as well the one thing that I didn't write about in 
Eat, Pray, FML was when I got to Rome. I think we talked about this on like an early episode of the podcast, but there's new people here. So here we go. When I got to Rome, I did meet this really cool guy. Um, not like that. It was just platonic. Don't assume every guy I meet. <laughs> why would you think that? Why, why would I give you that, um, that inkling, guys? I met this really cool guy at my hostel and we ended up going to like one of those like food court areas where you can just like order a whole bunch of different stuff and kind of like exploring around the city. And if I would have met him before I would have uh, before I booked the ticket to spoiler alert, if for some reason you're listening to this and have not read this book yet, be be prepared. Um, if I would have met him before I booked my ticket to San Vito, which was my last stop, um, I probably would have waited a couple more days and hung out with him because he was really cool. And we just like hit it off on a friend level. He also had like a really dark story. I believe I don't want to misspeak because it was so fucking long ago. I believe it was one of his parents had been murdered. We really like got into like some deep, heavy conversations. Again, shocker with me. What? <laughs> and I really had a fun time like exploring around Rome uh, with him. So stuff like that. But all the juicy shit, guys. That's all in the book. However, The Ridiculous Misadventures, I had to cut some shit out of that because when I sent that to my editor, she was like, bitch, you are not J.K. Rowling. Like, this cannot be Harry Potter. It's already published as is 100 pages longer than Eat, Pray, FML. So we cut entire sections out of that book. There was a whole ass other supporting male character in that book that got cut. If you're listening to this motherfucker, you're welcome. <laughs> but you can hear all about him and that situation again on, I think it's season three of the minis uh, of The Ridiculous Misadventures of a Single Girl, which leads us to our next question. Did you ever hear from Javier after the second book came out? There is an entire episode on that mini season where I address this. I don't think I will ever talk about it publicly on the main show. It's a lot, guys. It's a lot. <laughs> so even if you if these are your questions, even if you download Patreon for one month just to binge all the seasons, like all of your answers are there. I promise. I love your podcast. It's like getting advice from my big sis I never had and always wanted. Yay, I love that. Been wanting to buy my first vibrator, but honestly have no clue where to begin or who to ask. Can you maybe review some vibrators? <laughs> I love this. Let me be very clear. This is not an ad of any kind. I am not being paid by any of these companies, but I will tell you the two that I have in my rotation because if you've listened to the sex episodes on this show, you know I love a good vibrator. Um, the first, which is like my like longtime ride or die, ha I've had it for years, um, is by Jimmy Jane. Let me look up the actual name of what that vibrator is. Okay, I literally just paused to pull this up. So it's Jimmy Jane is the company. And the one that I have that I really love is called the Form 2 Pro. It's really cute and little uh, and looks like... <laughs> What does that even look like? <laughs> like, how do I describe this? Anyways, it's called the Form 2 Pro. It's listed on the website for $129. But I've had it for literally years and years. So it lasts and it's a it's a good investment. Um, I also 
you guys have seen me do giveaways for a company called Balesa on my Instagram. And I love that company. And they sent me one of my other vibrators that is in my rotation. And it's called the Pearl. It's like it vi it's small and it vibrates, but it also has this little like suction area. Um, so that one is also highly recommended. Um, I, I love all these sex questions. I feel like I guess it's time to do another sex episode, um, which will be interesting. Doing a sex episode uh, post baby. We'll have to uh, have we'll have a whole new slew of fucking things to dive into after that. Maybe I'll bring a uh, Brit, a.k.a. Jess back on and uh, get another sex episode going for you guys, because I know you love those girl talk episodes. Brittany is, by the way doing the next season of the minis with me it's called talking shit with brit um so if you've loved those episodes in the past again this whole fucking solo episode has turned into an unintentional uh ad for patreon but there you go <laughs> do you still talk to chris from barcelona we are social media friends um he is in a very happy wonderful looking relationship. Um, so out of respect for that, I try and keep my distance um, with, you know, as far as like having a in-person friendship, but he's engaged, uh, getting ready to get married, living his life. Um, I'm so happy for him. And he was always such a great guy. And we we did hang out a handful of times when uh when he moved to LA but just like platonic and very like homey <laughs> but i i keep in touch with a lot of the people from the trip on social media and like you know texting and dming uh some some of the people that i met in definitely barcelona jason from amsterdam and mykonos like all of those people will always have such a big place in my heart and have like changed my life in different ways. And I'm very, very grateful for them all. Oh my God, this is a funny question. <laughs> if you could classify yourself as a breakfast food item, what would it be? And then in parentheses, it say, I'd be eggs Benny. And funny enough, I would for sure be an eggs Benedict, but probably like I like Eggs Benedict, like not with the Canadian bacon, with like regular American bacon, but that's like super crispy. So probably that, that vibe of an Eggs Benny. Or I would be like a fatty plate of pancakes. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Favorite, God, guys, we're really like, everyone just wanted to know about sex today, but here we go. Favorite sex position during pregnancy. My favorite, okay. The more I talk, guys, now, I'm like, how am I going to never let my bonus child and my son hear these episodes? <laughs> like, it's a whole different ball game now when you're, like, thinking about you have to, like, think before you speak. <laughs> it's like, do I really want this on the Internet forever? Well, here we go. Um, our My favorite sex position during pregnancy has been being on top with this is like I'm like what's TMI nowadays with my FMLers um being on top while using my vibrator with lots of like boob play <laughs> from day's end um has been my go-to 
Um, and we have had many, many hysterical laughing fits when we talk about like recounting our sex journey during pregnancy because we've been having a lot of it, mostly in the second and third trimester to the point where Tay was like, bitch, I need you to calm down. <laughs> but I remember we were <laughs> we were taking a shower one day, not having sex, just like, you know, showering. And we were talking about, I don't know if it was the morning of before that we had sex or like the night before. And he was like, at one point, I felt like I was like playing a video game and had to like, just like, use my hands as like joysticks on your tits and like really focus and pretend like to not fuck up because I felt like you were enjoying it so much but like if I would have like moved the wrong way because you're so pregnant you would have been so enraged that you would have smacked me in the face he's like it was really intense um so we have lots of laughing fits like that I think if you can't laugh with your partner about all aspects of your relationship you might be in the wrong relationship but that's just me the my favorite thing about my relationship with my husband is how fucking much we laugh like crying laughter we you would think that we think each other is the funniest fucking human on the planet ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. What are you most excited for motherhood and what scares you the most? First of all, everything's scary. So if um, if you're pregnant um, and going through the overwhelm and the what the fuck and how on earth are you ever supposed to learn and know anything, that's totally normal and valid. People keep telling me like, you just pick it up. It just happens naturally. You just start learning. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, also, my type A self is like, but like, shouldn't I know everything all the time? Um, like, I know that I have all of the stuff. Like I have the the butt pastes and the creams and the diapers and the fucking like Kikaroo changing pad and the crib and the fucking like we have everything. Do I know what to do with any of it? Do I know how to use half the fucking shit in my nursery? Absolutely not. <laughs> will I figure it out? We're going to fucking find out. I'm sure I will. Um, but if you're on the overwhelm train, because for me personally, like thinking about like reading the books and doing like all the research and stuff like was really overwhelming for my brain, which is weird because normally I like to be very prepared and I like like to dive in and like get ready for things. This is like this was not that time. I was like, I don't really want to know. I just want to like get there and experience it. So I think that's been the scariest thing for me. 
most of the time I've been pregnant, like I obviously I know I'm pregnant. I realize that that's what's happening. I, I know what's at the end of that journey. Um, but there's times where I'm like, oh, fuck, something is coming out that's like going to l completely change my life and be like a 24 seven thing. Um, that like smacked me in the face a few times. We're also, we were very like set and had chosen the name. And then a couple weeks ago, <laughs> um, that changed. And now we're like back and forth and, uh, we have a couple strong contenders, but part of me has a feeling that like I might not know until I like hold him and see him. And again, from my type A self, like that's fucking so annoying. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I can't like plan one of the most important parts of this like little person's life. Um, so yeah, that's all been the most scary and just like, you know, like keeping something alive. <laughs> Like, that's a lot. That's a big responsibility. And like, there's so much bullshit on the internet about like, don't use this product. And like, this now is recalled. And like, you can't use this. And then like, half of my friends were like, my child survived in that. What do you mean we can't use that? It's like, really overwhelming, really crazy. Um, what I'm most excited about, um, really to see him. I can't wait to see what he looks like. I can't wait to like, stare at him for an ungodly amount of time. And think or look at the different characteristics and qualities he got from me and that he got from Tay. Um, I can't wait to see Tay have a son. It's been so beautiful. Like one of my favorite things about Tay is like watching him be a father to his daughter. So I can't wait to see how that bond is different and special with a son. Um, and I really can't wait to see him with my dogs. <laughs> as ridiculous as that sounds, I'm a little nervous. Frankie, I think, is going to be fine. My big white dog, he's going to be, like, super, like, just wants to lay next to him and, like, sleep outside his crib and, you know, be, like, very in the in the mix all the time and very interested. Charles Bronson, our old man, like, he's – I don't think anything will change <laughs> for him. He's just, like, a living stuffed animal that kind of, like, tropes around, like, Eeyore – Finnegan is where my concern is <laughs> because it's either going to go one of two ways. He's either going to be wildly in love with this child and be like, this is my new best friend. Everybody else go away. Don't touch him and be like the best protector. Or he's going to be like, fuck this kid and the horse it rode in on. Give me my fucking mom back. <laughs> uh, so I'm a little nervous to see how it plays out. I'm sure he'll like come around eventually, but we'll see if it's like an instantaneous bond or if it takes a while. But I'm excited to see all my all my fur babies with the real baby, which is crazy that that's happening so fucking soon. What <laughs> when will you let your son read Eat Pray FML? <laughs> Never. End end of sentence. No, I'm just kidding. Um I don't know. Probably when he's 18. I mean, Amazon re recommends it for kids 18 and up. Um, probably not until then. And like then it's like, you know, read at your own risk, bro. Um, but uh, regardless, both of those books are something I am incredibly proud of, something that I will always stand by um, and never have regrets over. And eventually he's going to want to read the uh, the journey of his dad and I. 
coming together. I'm sure my bonus daughter is going to eventually, you know, oh God, <laughs> that's like coming a little too soon. Um, it's okay. We got like eight, nine years before that. Um, but like she knows, she knows about the book. She knows about the general story. Um, I cannot tell you how many times out of the blue, she's looked at me and been like, what's Javier's real name? I'm like, I'm never telling you that, child. <laughs> Absolutely not. And Tay and I just start fucking laughing. Um, but like, you know, she's been my little assistant. Whenever you guys order signed books or merch, whenever she's at the house, she helps me package those and, um, you know, gets gets paid a little little kick down, little kickback for uh, assisting me in the office. So probably the my answer to that would be not before 18 and after that like you know read at your own risk all right let's get into some fucking inspirational quotes for you guys on this lovely august month of august it's leo season it's a uh, it's my bonus daughter's month it's our future son's month it's Brittany, aka Jess's month. It's it's so many of my friends' months. It's Leo season, guys. So I want to give you some badass quotes that I stumbled across on where else TikTok because why would I be reading parenting books at this point? No, I'm like just burning brain cells on the internet just to like not feel fucking overwhelmed. Um, so I came across some good quotes. I can't give you who these are by. I have no credit to give. Um, they they just popped out at me and they weren't quoted on the internet. So sue me. Here we go. <clears throat> People can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Ooh, people can only meet you as deeply as they have met themselves. So if you are chasing after someone being like, why aren't they showing up for me? Why aren't they like healed? Why aren't they like understanding that like we could be this amazing couple? Like, because if they have not met themselves at that depth, how the fuck do you expect them to meet you at that depth? That's like a hard one for people to digest, I think, because so many times I've had my friends be like, but like, what if what if the next girl he's with, he's wonderful too? Okay, well, then he's going to have to go and do a shitload of work before he can be that person with that next girl. But like, it wasn't meant to be you. Like, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So give them, not give them a pass, but give yourself permission to walk away and not fix them if they have not met themselves that deeply yet. If someone asked you the names of the people you love the most, how long will it take you to mention yourself? Ooh, we're getting called out today on the solo episode. <laughs> um, right? Because you'd be like, my mom, my husband, my daughter, my my dog. Like, bitch, what about yourself? <laughs> Um, so put your, put your fucking name at the top of that list, please. And thank you. You don't need to explain anything to anyone. The people who love you probably won't need it. And the people who hate you probably won't believe it. There was, um, a Tom Holland interview recently that was circulating and I shared a clip of it on my Instagram and 
they they were talking about like hate comments on the internet and like people's opinions and shit. And it was like, he said, if you have a problem with me, text me. If you don't have my number, you don't know me well enough to have a fucking problem with me. <laughs> and I resonated so hard with that. Like, yes to that. So bringing it back to this quote, you don't need to explain anything to anyone. The people who love you probably won't need it. And the people who hate you probably won't believe it. I fully agree with the second half of this quote. The first half, the people who love you probably won't need it. Possibly true, but that doesn't mean it's not appreciated when you communicate and explain things. Um, will they love you through it if you don't? Of course, if they're like the real ones. But it's always appreciated when you have that communication on the other side, in my opinion. The flower does not dream of the bee. The flower blooms and the bee comes. Hmm. The flower does not dream of the bee. The flower blooms and the bee comes. You want something, do it and allow it to come to you. That's that's the message. Do the thing that you've been wanting to do and allow all the shit that's supposed to happen after to come to you. Stop dreaming of how it could happen. Well, what if, but like, I don't see how that would be possible. Well, I really want to do this, but like, how would that ever like happen to me? It's not your, not your job. Do it. Allow it to come to you. You can be the sweetest peach in the world, yet some people will still prefer apples but that doesn't make you less of the beautiful peach you are. For my heartbroken people out there. <laughs> Basically, in layman's terms, you're fucking awesome. Some people just have shitty taste. Allow them to have shitty taste. Okay? You're still fucking awesome. And last one. Friendly reminder. In a healthy relationship, your partner hears you out if you're upset. And their goal is to avoid upsetting you in the future, not to debate whether you should have been upset in the first place. Whoo, this is a good one. In a healthy relationship, your partner hears you out if you're upset and their goal should be to avoid upsetting you in the future, not to debate whether you should have been upset in the first place. Okay, even if... I'm having a hormonal batshit crazy moment. It's not Tay's job to argue with me, to make me feel like I shouldn't have been upset and to make me see his side of like, wait, no, this is why you should feel this way and not this way. His job is to just hear me and make sure that I feel heard and taken care of and to avoid that being a trigger and upsetting me in the future. Like that is a key to a healthy relationship, not okay. But like, let me just explain to you why, like, if you look at it this way, like why you're fucking wrong. It's like, no, if you're having a certain fucking feeling, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. How can we make it better? Like, because your emotions are valid. Everyone's just trying. Everyone's just out here trying to be fucking validated, guys. You know, that is the key to a lot of healthy communicating in relationships. All right, it's about that time. We are going to get in to one of your FML stories. Here we go. 
I started dating my boyfriend when I was 18 years old and immediately into our relationship, infidelity had happened between girlfriends and ex-girlfriends. I brushed it off as he told me he would, quote, change, and I wanted to be the one to make (laughs) – I swear I don't pick these out beforehand – and I wanted to be the one to make him change, as everyone had warned me about. He became sneakier with hiding, deleting, and even more infidelity, which just made me crazier and crazier, where I would look at his phone records look at his phone while he was sleeping or passed out and accuse him of any and everything that did not add up. (laughs) He also had this fantasy of a threesome, typical man shit. When we would when we would have get togethers or parties at our I should really read these beforehand. So I'm not reading like a fucking like fifth grader who's like scared to read out of her textbook. But here we are, guys. I'm pregnant. Leave me alone. When we would have get togethers or parties at our house, he would have a male friend stay after and bring bring him into our room trying to get me to hook up with him while he watched or joined. Oh, this just got interesting. I would always tell him no, kick both out of our room and lock the door and sleep alone. Fast forward three years, we get engaged and I think he will change now because his family is huge on marriage. We get married. We have two kids. I find out more and more about him being sneaky with the girls on Snap. It's always on fucking Snapchat with girls on his Snapchat. Just can we just sidebar for a second? Like if you're over the age of 20 and you have a Snapchat, I look at you oddly unless you guys have like a family group chat thing going on. I don't know, I guess. But like if you're over 20 and you have a Snapchat, I think that's fucking weird. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) Um, Okay. I find out more and more about him being sneaky with girls on his Snapchat, his work phone, and coffee stand girls or girls he would meet up uh, with on guys night. The threesome talk stopped, thank God, until it didn't. I woke up one morning from a text from a friend asking, why are you Snapchatting my boyfriend? Which I didn't even have his number or Snapchat name. So I told her I wasn't. She ended up sending me the username to that Snapchat, and it was one like mine, but slightly different, which we confirmed it was someone else. During the previous weeks leading up to this, I would notice my Snapchat logging me out and uh, and my Instagram. I had received some messages through my Instagram, too, saying someone created a profile acting as me. I thought since my phone storage was full and deleting text messages that it was logging me out of apps as well. Come to find out, My now husband at the time was creating fake Instagram accounts and Snapchats acting as me and so my God, and sending photos of me to guys to try and get a threesome to happen. Stop it. I did not know what type of photos were being sent. This was in December of 2020. I told him he needed to get counseling, delete all the apps and take the appropriate steps or I was done. He agreed, went to one or two counseling sessions because that's going to do it and then stopped. Well, a month or two went by. And as you know, we both moved past it. Fast forward to April 23rd, 2021, when I received a message request from someone on Instagram saying, is this really you on Reddit? Reddit is like the fucking bowels of the Internet. You guys stay off of Reddit. (laughs) I have no fucking clue what Reddit was at this time, but I instantly knew something was up. I get this guy's phone number, go to pick up my best friend, tell my ex-husband I am going to the store and call this guy. 
My ex is blowing up my phone. And here we go. This guy proceeds to tell me my ex-husband has created a Reddit account. (sighs) Curious couple looking for fun with, oh my God, with all of my naked intimate photos I have ever sent to my ex-husband online. He has been acting as me trying to get this guy to come have sex with us. He created Instagram accounts, Snapchat, Bumble, Tinder, and a few other dating apps with my photos on there. Oh my God, can you fucking imagine? Oh, he was so into this one particular guy and the guy caught on that it was not me, confronted him and my ex told him it was him and I was just shy. So he was doing it for me. My ex had told this guy where I work, what days and what grocery stores I go to, where we live, physical address and that we have two kids. Oh my God, my mind is blown. They tried planning for this guy to come to one of uh, to one of our get togethers at our house or plan for me to go out and get drunk on this guy's boat so they could both have their way with me. Thankfully, I live in a very safe neighborhood and one of my best friend's husbands who lives in my neighborhood is a police officer and works nights. So is always checking on my home. The fear I now have to live with is unimaginable. Jesus, dude. I have healed a lot within the almost two years since it happened, but I still have a lot of work to do and overcome the last 12 years of damage that he has caused me. My parents have also passed away. I'm so sorry, girl. So truly doing this on my own has been the hardest fucking thing in life. But seeing how far I've come and how independent I can be makes me so proud. Fuck yeah, girl. After reading your book and seeing how independent you were in such a low point is so inspiring and just listening to your story. People will only change if they want to, but you also need to go with your gut subconscious feeling as it is always right. Whew, this is this is long and cliff notes, but I know if anyone is going through infidelity or a partner that has weird fantasies that they are not okay with, they need to get out and know they will be okay. Holy shit. Oh my God. Taylor, I'm not going to say her last name. Um, I'm fucking floored. I cannot even imagine the betrayal you must have felt sending intimate photos to your husband and the father of your fucking children and then realizing he was exploiting those and putting them publicly on the fucking internet. Like, holy shit. I'm also like very invested in this now. Can you shoot me a DM? Like, I need to know if like you ever filed a police report. Like, were there criminal charges? Like, I, cause that's like, I mean, it's like revenge porn without the revenge. Like it, I just, holy hell girl. Um, I cannot fucking imagine what that must've been like to to lose what you thought your life was to lose who you thought this person was like that is some shit girl i'm so fucking sorry that you went through that and had to experience that and i am so happy to hear that you are healing and on your journey and on the other side of it all because nobody deserves to have their trust broken in that way um i'm so incredibly sorry. My heart goes out to you and I'm so proud of you for 
taking your fucking power back and starting to heal from such an absolutely shitty situation. So I am sending you all of my fucking love. All right, you guys, I legitimately cannot breathe. I don't know if you have heard me huffing and puffing through this fucking episode. Um, but it it is August. I It is the birth month. Who knows when this little dude is going to make his fucking grand entrance, if he will be early on time or late. Um, but just know that I love you so, so dearly. We have pre-recorded many, many interviews. So the show will continue uh, airing completely as normal. You will not know anything is even different um, because, hi, I'm Gabrielle Stone and I'm type A. So we've we've managed all of this. However, I know that I do eventually, when I feel up to it, want to pop on for a solo episode that's more in real time to give you guys an update, to let you know how everything went, to uh, talk about the the labor and delivery process when I feel ready to do that. Um, maybe we'll bring Tay on for some of it. I can't promise you that that's going to be the September solo episode. I might need a little more time than that, but it will eventually be coming. Um, as for all of the other weekly episodes, we have such good interviews coming up for you guys. I really, you know, make it a point on this show not to look for celebrities or like people that you would know or like gossip tea. Like I really look for people who I think have interesting stories, have good things to share and say, and can really teach people listening something that they might be needing on their healing journey in life. Obviously, we always sprinkle in our fun, ridiculous girl talk episodes. But I really with like batching these next couple months out, uh, we have some really, really great guests coming for you guys. And I always love getting your DMs. I always love seeing the comments on the podcast page um, with how you're enjoying the episodes, how you're enjoying the show. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for rooting me on during this crazy fucking time in my life and letting me be unhinged with you for the past nine months. I love you. And I will see you guys next week. Cheers. All right, FMLers, if you don't want to miss an episode, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast app. And if you're loving the show, drop us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can keep up with me on Instagram at Gabrielle Stone or the podcast page at FML Talk Podcast. For all the merch and books signed personally by me, you can shop the FML line on eatprayfml.com. And as always, have a fucking self-love cocktail on me. Cheers. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.